Elsa, and I have a comprehensive guide on cryptids I'm not allowed to date. week but we didn't so we're you know we're gonna do a bit of a holiday winter episode today um i know it's a little late you know i wanted you to i want you to know i was sitting here like no but it's still the week of every it's still the week of kwanzaa uh, hanukkah and christmas it'll be fine and then i remembered and then you remembered this we record a week in we <laughs> yep <laughs> and you were like oh oh actually Never mind, that is... I mean, it'll still be winter. It's close it'll enough. It'll still be... Yours will still be super, like, related, because yours yeah. is just a wintry boy. Mm-hmm. Mine is less related. <laughs> it's fine. We can pretend. It's fine. We'll just, we'll just make believe. Um, Starting believe 2020 went, off with a holiday mood. Yeah. I went first last week, right? I think so, yes. So it is your turn. Okay. So what I have for us today is a winter myth. Um, I'm going to classify it as a myth because I've seen it as a cryptid, which I really don't think it qualifies as a cryptid. Uh, But more often than not, it's classified as a demon uh, because of its attitude, shall we say. So I'm going to classify this as a myth because I have seen it as all three. So we're going with myth. Um, And it's described as the nastiest demon in northern Scotland. Um... The reason I hate that just just <laughs> off that I hate it. This is not something you'd want to. Re- well, this is something if you're someone other than my dumbass, you wouldn't want to run into. I, on the other hand, think it's the sickest thing I've ever heard in my entire life, and I'm actively trying to find one now. Um, <laughs> the bad news is it's only in northern Scotland, so I have to take a trip if I want to find it. My mom would go with you. Okay. Isn't okay. she Scottish? Huh? Isn't mom Scottish? Oh, like 90% of... Okay. Yeah. So her entire family is 100% Scottish. Like, her, like I have family living over there. So, like, there are people Perfect. I can even stay with. So you lie to mother and tell her you're going to visit the family and then just sneak off for a day. Yeah. It'll be fine. She doesn't listen to the podcast and Meg probably won't rat you out. So. Genius. <laughs> gone okay so on that topic um they're found in the seas around orkney which is a group of islands in the northern coast of scotland and um these are considered or this is considered a winter monster because it only appears in the winter because it's physically restrained in the summer and when uh spring months um fuck yeah, no, it's it like I said, this is this is nasty. This is not something you want to run into. Um it's actually held by down uh by the mither of the sea, I believe I'm pronouncing that correct, but it's like this old deep sea deity that just keeps it in check up until winter and it just sits there brooding and getting angry until winter and then it just goes like sicko mode. Holy fuck. Uh, so what this is, if for those of you who don't know, because I didn't know this was a thing until, well, I knew it was a thing, but I just never seen it named, but, uh, it's called the Nuklevi, and it doesn't look like it should be pronounced like that, but, you know, uh, Celtic nations. <laughs> I can say that because I'm of a Celtic nation. 
Um, the Dolahan all over again. <laughs> but yeah, uh, most I've seen it pronounced a few ways, but the most consistent was Nuklavi, so that's how I'm pronouncing it. Now, I'm going to take you on a journey because there's a lot going on here, description-wise. So just, there's, it's going to be a few stages, just work with me. Okay. Now, imagine for me, if you will, a six-foot-tall horse. Okay. At the face of this horse, because you know how horses have the eyes on the side, they do know it's, that. it has one glowing red eye in the dead center of its face. Okay. Uh, it breathes toxic fumes that kills crops all? and makes cattle ill. No, the kids are into that these days. Yeah. <laughs> um, in some tellings, it has webbings on its feet because it is, again, a sea uh, myth or like a sea creature. In the center of its back, you have the torso of a man reaching up to nine feet tall. Yeah, no, it's like a centaur, but it's got both but horse it also and has men. The horse head. Okay. Yeah. Um, it holds I'm, on to I'm that. I'm going to be honest with you. You mentioned how it looked like a horse, and I was like, ooh, she's going to have trouble winning the dateability factor. But never mind, it is also a person, so it keep going. It is also a man. Its arms are not proportionate to its body, so it will reach, its arms can reach the entire length down to the ground from, like, where it's, yeah. Um, Actually, I don't like that at all. Its head is said to be heavier than the rest of its limbs by, like, ten times. This is not a consistent reporting, um, but it does have a protruding, gaping mouth and nose like that of an ox. Uh, so this thing, like I said, with the man part is nine feet tall, 2,000 pounds. Oh, and also it doesn't have skin. So you can what? see it's, you, it doesn't have skin. I hate that. So it's muscles it are seen clearly. No, you just see the muscles and also it's veins, uh, which has How black blood. How from bleeding out? You need the skin. It's an important part. No, it's, it seems to do fine without it. God, I don't trust this idiot. Uh, black blood and pulsate, like the muscles are pulsating because, again, there's no skin to contain it. I hate that so much. And it's impressive. That, I think, concludes just the description of oh, this. Uh, What's this thing's name again? Nuklevy. Yeah, no, you, you, I mean, most people are not a fan of it, but, um, you, you can look it up online. It's, it's pretty, get some pretty interesting pictures if you're feeling, uh, brave. Okay. So, this, uh, grotesque little boy, shall we say. Little, it's nine feet tall, <laughs> Alyssa. nine feet tall. It's fine. It's fine. Um. So this is pretty much regarded for all of the bad shit that happens on the aisles during the winter months. So like anything, you, like if your lo- livestock fell over the high rocks, it was the Nuklavi. If your cl- crops kept dying, uh, or it was the sea wind kept getting to it, it was the Nuklavi. Because again, it has literally venomous breath. Um, it is described as having no redeeming qualities. <laughs> Because and Alyssa just... saw that and said, I'm gonna fuck it. Yeah. And? Listen, I cannot describe to you enough, like, are some of the pictures grotesque? Yes. Are some of the pictures 
metal as hell and also some degree of- How do you spell this bitch? Okay. N-U-C-K-E-L-A-V-E. Yep. Found it. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Okay. So, because it's a devil or demon of the sea, it actually cannot cross running water. That doesn't mean that running water hurts it. It doesn't mean uh, that it's, like, it just means that it's repelled by it. So if you're, like, running for your life through this thing, um, you cross a bridge or a stream. It also won't go past the beach if it's raining, because it's just, it's fresh water as opposed to seawater. So it doesn't like it very much. It feels like a stretch, because I'd imagine it's still raining on the beach. No, it's apparently, I mean, I assume because it lives in, like, the depths of the ocean that it's just chilling, so if it, like, pops up, it'll be like, hey, fuck you, but it won't go past the beach. I... Um, also known, I don't want to say this repels it, because based on the description that I've been given, it's not repelling so much as a distraction, um, but you can burn seaweed near it if it's coming for your life and the smell of like kelp or like the burning seaweed will send it into a violent rage and for some reason that sounds like the opposite of what you want that's what you would think right like oh no i've pissed it off but it takes it out on like cattle it like fucks up a crop like or livestock they sure don't i would feel bad but if it's you or the cows! I mean... Y'all, the vegans are gonna be so mad at you for saying that. <laughs> to the vegans, I am deeply sorry. But listen, if you have the opportunity to save one cow or live to save a hundred cows because the Nuklevi is gonna eat you or any variety of plague and disease, I think we know what the answer is. Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Alyssa. This just in. Alyssa hates animals. Oh my god. Yep, that is in fact this what I said. <laughs> word for word, you this got me. This podcast is just going to end up being a smear campaign against you. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I'm going to, like, this episode is going to come out next week, and within three days there's going to be, like, a picket for my head and about how I like abuse animals in my free time. Yeah. Like, no, I, I swear I don't. Peter's gonna I... come for your ass. <laughs> oh, Christ. Okay, wh- tell me more about this. The worst um, thing I've ever seen because I am looking at it right now and the arms is the worst part of it. Yeah. It was interestingly enough, I believe it was on a season of Ruby, which I don't really watch anymore. But for some reason, when they designed it, they gave it, like, noodle arms, like spaghetti arms, which I just want to preface that it's still normal arms. Like They I mean, also I guess... gave it skin. Yeah, no, it does not it have skin. It has skin, so that's inaccurate. Nope. Okay, keep going. Um, it's some debate as to where the name actually comes from, because uh, it's been pretty inconsistent. But a few uh, guesses is that it could come from Nick in, like, Old St. Nick, which was, or, not, nope, sorry, not Old St. Nick, Old Nick, which was the name sometimes given to the devil, which I think okay. is weird, because, you know, you have, in your Christmas beliefs for Christians, uh, Santa is St. Nick, but the devil is also Old Nick, which seems a little 
odd to have that comparison, but too sure. Many Knicks. Too many Knicks entirely, but I guess that's what happened in ye olden times. Everyone had the same name. They only had five names, so they all shared it. <laughs> um, it could also, which wouldn't really make sense for where it, I guess it would, but anyway. Uh, it could also come from the Latin uh, nicare, which means to kill. Completely um, the wrong spelling. I'm actually, as someone who's taken Latin, absolutely not. Yeah. I was going to say, there is the N C. And the C are the only things, but then there's also a K and a U and mm-hmm. no. Yeah. No, it does Absolutely not work not. like that way. So it's most also, likely not um, that. none of the Celtic languages are romantic languages. Exactly. Which I was feels gonna like an important thing to take into <laughs> account there. It's actually highly suspected that um, a lot of the myth came from like a combination of an Orcadian, which is one of the isles, uh folklorist, like a folklore uh, for, I think, a Muklavi, which is, like, another demon, and, like, a Norwegian Nock, which is a water horse, so, like, a combining of some Norwegian folklore, but, again, it's not super consistent on those details. Right. Myths almost never are, because they kind of get built up over time from a million different things. Yep. Um, that pretty much covers it. Like, it doesn't really tell about what it does other than, like, yeah, I was gonna say, freezing does it any children. Or does uh, it just breathe gross? Uh, in some reports, it can freeze children in their bed solid. Um, well, that's rude. <laughs> again, it will fuck up crops if it's angry. Uh, fuck up people. Chase them down. Um, the literal only entity in the world able to control it is that uh, Mithra of the Sea, which is an ancient Orcadian uh, sea spirit. Okay. And it doesn't even kill it. It just sort of, again, contains it. Puts in it in timeout for half of the yeah. year. <laughs> Incredible. It's like the equivalent of spraying your dog with a water bottle. Pretty much. Just like <laughs> What if your dog no. was murdering <laughs> children? If your do- dog was a nine-foot-tall murderous off-breed centaur. Oh my god, I I hate it so much, and I need you to know that. So, um, I am all, I, as we said, this is a Christmas and holiday episode, um, so I'm also coming in with a bit of a nasty boy, but I think less nasty than yours, I'm bringing the Krampus. Oh shit. Um, which I will note, um, there were there was a book and I think some movies and all this shit that made the Krampus pretty popular recently. Um, a decent amount of what happens in that book and movies is just blatantly made up. Um, okay, good. Cause my literal only experience is like that. I don't want to say shitty horror movie cause it actually wasn't that bad, but it was like the more recent horror movie of like this really, into- like really un- intolerable or I guess, this isn't the word that I'm looking for, but it's, like, that one white family you can't stand, and then, like, spoiler right. alert, they all get dragged to hell. Right. So, the thing with the Krampus is we have, we don't have much of a clue as to its origin. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, a lot of the time people compare it as, like, the opposite of Santa, which really isn't necessarily true. Um, and, and they say that because he punishes, like, misbehaving children come wintertime. 
Um, but, because, like, in a lot of areas, like Austria, Bavaria, Hungary, Northern Italy, and Slovenia, Krampus is actually one of St. Nicholas's companions. Like, he travels with St. Nick, so that St. Nick only has to do the good bit, and then the Krampus can step in and be like, but you, Johnny, were a little bitch. <laughs> That's wildly different. <laughs> also, also, like, maybe it's just me. I mean, like, it sure would be nice to have a coworker that deals with, like, all the people that you don't want to in life, exclusively. Yeah, that's that's kind of his job. I mean, so anthropologists have theorized that Krampus existed way before Christianity uh, came to the area. Um, most likely he has some roots in pagan rituals and beliefs, but it's not well documented, so we're not entirely sure. Um, once Catholicism showed up, you know, they kind of pulled it into part of the Christian uh, faith or tradition, as they are wont to do. Um, Love it. Thank you for yeah. uh, culture vulturing. That's what they do. Um, so, one one myth uh, is that the, he was the son of the North, Norse, the North, the Norse goddess Hel, and but that was popularized on the internet and in various magazines, but it was probably made up in a book in 2012 that, like, then the Smithsonian and a few other, like, big-time magazines were just like, ah, this must have been well-researched. For a second, <laughs> I, you it. said the Smithsonian's, I thought you were gonna be, like, museums in addition, and I was like, no, they should know better! No, but they the should... magazine, which they should also know better <laughs> than to yeah. be taking sources from a fictional book! The only thing I can assume is that, like, they had one writer, and this one writer just didn't feel like doing research or thought it was credible, despite the fact that it was written, like, I don't know, recently? Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not saying that recent writings can't be accurate, but I feel like... I'm pretty sure there was one other big magazine that also said that part. I don't know if mm -hmm. it was, like, the, a National Geographic or a History or one of those magazines um, also claimed that... As best I can tell, it was written in this book, the book got very popular, so then, like, a lot of people who are, like, just casually into Norse mythology assumed that was true, and talked about it on the internet, and so it created more sor sources that were based entirely from oh this book. God. Long story short, um, we're pretty confident that isn't the case, there's no record of that being the case prior to 2012. <laughs> me writing for Time Magazine. I'm sourcing, I'm doing a research on uh, 18th century vampirism, and I'm using Twilight as my source. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? That happened, though. Oh, I'm a little angry. So, there are a lot of variations of Krampus. However, there are a few key features that seem consistent regardless of region. Almost all tellings describe him as hairy with black or brown fur, cloven hooves, and goat horns. Uh, additionally, he has a long tongue that lolls from his mouth and sharp fangs. Many depictions have him wrapped in chains, which is thought to be a Christian influence on the myth, showing how the devil has been bound up. 
Um, although it is possible, again, that this was part of pagan tradition. Uh, in some variations, there are bells hanging from the chains that warn of the Krampus's arrival, and other traditions have him carrying bundles of birch branches, which are used to swat misbehaving children. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we have this dark, brooding, serious approach of, like, the bells, the chains, it's like this dark, horny boy, Well, and then we just have branches to swat kids like they're flies. Yeah, so the I the Krampus is you know prime was is basically like the Christmas boogeyman. Mm. But he's kind of got like a more impish vibe to him. It's um like he's got some scary shit, but a lot of it's the kind of scary shit you make up to tell children, you know? Yeah. Cuz that's that's his purpose. It's his purpose is like the part of when we tell like four year olds like oh behave or Santa's not gonna bring you coal except except if Santa didn't ever bring good things and only <laughs> brought coal <laughs> if Santa only ever existed just to swat your ass with some branches for being a naughty little shit right I mean basically um so there's a lot of little bits that are like well now hold on that's a little bit goofy. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a kid. It's... Anyway. Um, also, some representations do have him with a whip in place of the branches. <laughs> the whip? Scarier, in my opinion. Now, I've never been thwacked with a branch. Yeah, I will say, like, it's a bundle scars. of birch branches, so I think mm -hmm. it's it probably does do some damage if you get thwacked with it. Yeah. Um, but... I would imagine the whip is worse, yeah. Um, older versions of the story also talk about him carrying a bag or basket on his back in order to cart off bad children to drown, eat, or carry into hell. <laughs> now those are three very different uh, <laughs> extremes, I want to say, I guess is the word I'm looking for. None of them are good. None of them but are like, good. But again, it's the kind of thing like, oh, if you're not good, Krampus is gonna eat you. <laughs> like, but like, how do you decide which to threaten? Oh, he's gonna eat you. Oh, he's gonna drown you. Oh, I you're gonna get dragged to hell. The Krampus kind of like myth, I suppose, exists in so many different regions that just different parts have slightly different versions of the story. You know, like in some, he's got a whip. Most of them, he's got the birch branches. Sometimes he carries a bag to carry off naughty children to drown. Some of them, he's got a basket going to hell. Like, it's all like, different stuff based on where you're telling the story. What region is like, oh, you better go to bed. It's getting late. Like, you know, okay, when I was a kid, maybe this is just my household, but it's like, go to bed so you don't miss Santa and don't get, like, you're not, you're not going to get any presents who was the, the mother who was like, oh, you're going to get stolen in a sack in the dead of night and drowned. Oh, you're going to get thrown in a... steals them in the dead of night. That's another thing. Jesus Christ. When I get further into this, like, it's a pretty just part of the celebration. Um, so Krampus Noct is the night before the Feast of St. Nicholas, which is December 6th. On uh, that night, Krampus appears on the streets of towns, villages, and even cities, although urban depictions of him often strive to make him humorous rather than an absolute nightmare. <laughs> on Krampus Noct, 
Uh, Krampus is often accompanied by Saint Nick, who is dressed as a bishop, but not always. Unlike Santa, Saint Nick only bothers himself with the good children by giving them gifts, whereas Krampus gives the bad children coal and occasionally switches them with the birch branches. <laughs> Although sometimes he just gives the kid branches instead. A, a big part of this thing, at least in modern day, and I think in, in the past too, is that someone would dress up as Krampus. Mm-hmm. With like furs and goat horns and all this and like a mask. And will go around. So I think in modern day, they just give out the birch branches. I was going to um, say, I want to swatch branches. Right. So, well, you know, it's it's kind of the stand-in of coal, sort of. Although they also have the coal. Um, there are also Krampus runs, um, which I forgot to look up more on. But uh, it's traditional to offer the Krampus some schnapps during a Krampus run. <laughs> Oh god, yes. That's the thing. He's just the Krampus Krampus if in a lot of the traditions is really just kind of like this devilish little guy who you threaten your children with. I was going to say if in theory you were a child being threatened by Krampus and he's like, "Oh, I'm going to eat you." Could you just pour him out a shot and be like, "Are we chill? I'll be better next year?" Like Honestly, is that Honestly, maybe. Although like again, I'm pretty sure the Krampus run, and this could be wrong, because like I said, I forgot to do more research on the Krampus runs. I'm pretty sure that's people in costumes. So, like... <laughs> Damn. Damn. Guy, a guy in a, in, a, in a Krampus costume rolls up to your house and is like, ooh, I'm gonna get you. The parent's just like, yo, peach schnapps? <laughs> oh, let me pour you a drink, buddy! Yeah, which just feels like such like a European pagan kind of approach to spooky Christmas spirit. It's like, listen, it's the other, I I was gonna originally gonna do this as a monster until I found out it was a tradition, it wasn't, but the Welsh have a similar tradition, not similar, but they have a tradition where it's like uh, this creature of the night shows up to your house, and if you don't appease it, it's allowed to come into your house and drink all your booze. So, like, I just really love that the Europeans are like, there are these evil creatures or questionable creatures of the night, uh, but yeah, you like offer them booze and it's fine. Of the night. Booze fixes all, is apparently the European way. I mean, yeah, that, that tracks with what I know of Europe. Um, so, some regional variations of the Krampus include uh, Styria, where the, which is, I believe, in um, fucking Austria, uh, where the Krampus presents families with gold-painted birch branches to display throughout the year as a warning to the children. Like, they'll put it up on the fireplace so that if the kids forget that Krampus was coming around next year, they'll look at the fireplace and be like, oh, right. <laughs> How to traumatize your kids, Jesus Christ. I mean, I actually think that one's probably less bad than behave, Johnny, or Krampus is gonna drag your ass to hell. Yeah. I I can't suspect that the Christians were behind that, but again, I always suspect that the Christians are behind it because they have a long history of looking at anything vaguely goat-like and going, ah, is this the devil? This must be the devil. Yeah. Um, so they'll display that on their hearth throughout the year. Uh, in some smaller villages, Krampus also has other beastly companions, such as the antlered wild man. It's the only Excuse me? I can find of him. 
did I stutter? Um, and also, he doesn't have anything to do with Saint Nick at all. <laughs> Are you telling me? Oh, wait, wait, I... He's just got a guy with an he's antler just, that just chills with him? Who just, yeah, they visit together. And I think there's a few others in the group, too. He's just, instead of, because a lot of the times Krampus is a companion of Saint Nick, sometimes he isn't, and instead he has his own companions. Krampus, for me, just went from, like, the scary goat man that drags you to hell to, like, that guy in the college dorm that drinks too much and also ends up wearing sh- weird shit at weird hours just, of the day and you've just learned not uncle. to question it. Exactly! <laughs> you've just learned not to question it. Um, Like, oh yeah, that's Uncle Krampus. He got into the schnapps again and his friend has an, like a horn on his head. Yeah. Um, in... Cave de Predil, I don't know if I said that right, uh, which is in the northern part of the Udine province of Italy. Why the fuck did I write all that shit down? I should have just said North Italy. Yeah. It's fine. Um, Krampus emerges from a cave to chase children and young adults who can only save themselves by praying. Um, so that's some Catholic shit for ya. (laughs) Yeah. But it's Italy, so it's not yeah, surprising. So it no offense to the Italians. <laughs> Listen, I'm part Italian. I can say whatever the fuck I want about them. Uh, <laughs> in many parts of Croatia, when a child receives a gift from St. Nick, they are pre- presented with a golden birch branch to represent their good behavior. However, if said child has misbehaved, Krampus will then steal the gifts for himself and leave a silver branch behind instead. <laughs> Again, just... A very drunk friend that got into the schnapps. Like, here you go, I'll give you a branch made of solid gold. Just kidding, your presents are my presents now. Yeah. Have a silver branch. Fine. I do love that it's not a regular branch, though. Like, he still gives you a silver branch, which, like, sure, it may be not better than presents, but you can sell that shit for some decent money. Well, it's not made of silver. It's 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 painted. Uh, it, it's a it's a branch that's been painted. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> I was like that's less cool. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dumbass. I've never on any account uh, professed to be smart, and I'm not about to start now. You know what? I respect that. Um. So, like I said, there's in like in um like Christmas markets and stuff. A lot of the time, there will be depictions of Krampus. Uh, but they're usually kind of like funny, impish little dudes. Um, also, s- since like the 1800s is earliest we see this, it's pretty common to have like cards and stuff with Krampus on it. Um, at first, depictions of Krampus were like spooky dudes, but nowadays they're usually more like kind of impish and kind of almost. Um, Almost like almost like a cartoon of like Cupid, like as far as like drawing style goes. I kind of love that that's the direction they went with it. Like, yeah. So Krampus um, whips children, uh, steals gifts, drags children to hell, also eats children, also drowns children, um, and also he comes around to your house sometimes and your parents gives them schnapps. <laughs> I l- he has the range. He has, he has the, the range. range. 
that is Krampus for you. So yeah, like, there are definitely some, like, spooky bits, um, but definitely not the way, like, the horror movie and all that kind of make it to be. You know, it's it's a bit more of a light-hearted tradition than than we like to. I think it's because it probably does have roots in paganism, so, like, yeah. horror movie directors are like, oh, fuck yeah, this is gonna be spooky as shit. Well, I mean, even if you take, like, the ye olden practice, I mean, if you look at ye olden of, like, a lot of myths or a lot of cryptid kind of monster creatures, a lot of it's horrifying. Like, even if we tone it or dial it down over time, there's a lot you could make pretty scary. Yeah. But, yeah, he's just, he's just kicking it. Yeah. And yeah, it's it's hard to really figure out which parts are the original myths, which parts are are new. Now there are some Krampus celebrations that happen in North America, and I know he doesn't live around here. Confident yeah, I feel about like, that part. I mean, it's fun to have that as an idea or like a dress up, but I feel like that's not ours. Yeah. I mean, like, there are sure people from, you know, the Europe over here, but um, that's not ours. Yeah. But, you know, that's kind of the whole Krampus situation. Um, also, there have been a few times, like, in, like, past history, when, like, um, those villages that that will have, like, the Krampus celebrations where he's an absolute jerk, um, there have been times where, like, they tried to ban that shit, but, like, because villages were so spread out, the ban had absolutely no effect, and they continued doing it anyway. And eventually oh. they gave up. It's like prohibition. Like, no, 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 guys. For sure you can't it's, do this. It's prohibition, but if it was very cold out and all of the civil and all of the villages were super spread far apart from each other, and also like, the cops never came to the village. <laughs> oh yeah, we're, we're following the ban for yeah. sure. You're not hiding here to the, see it. Hiding the mask behind there. We don't have Krampus here <laughs> at all. Those bundles of, of birch branches are for firewood. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> um, so that's Krampus for you. Uh, which brings us into the debate. Uh, so this is going to be a rough one. I was going to say, I feel like it's, well, it could be rough, but I feel like it's one is a lot more in your favor and one's more in my favor. I tend to agree. Um, I'm curious which one you think is more in your favor. Well, which one do you want to start with? I think we usually start with fight ability, right? Yeah, I think we skipped it. I think we switched it last week because yeah, I wanted tries. to give... Oh, that's right. You wanted to try and give your yeah. useless child a chance. I tried. Um, you tried, you failed, it's fine. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So, the fight. So let's fight. Okay. A few things. Uh, he might have a whip. He definitely mm -hmm. has branches for hitting people with. Which, again, swi a switch can do, a, you know, a little bit of Yeah, damage. for sure. Also, um, he does know how to go to hell uh, and is presumably immortal. <laughs> okay. Is that, uh, is that your argument? Um. Also, I don't know if you've ever tried to um, fight a 
drunk European. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, I do every other Saturday. We make a tradition. No, I've never. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm just saying, he's bringing the kind of chaos energy to this fight where, like, in a movie, the well-trained fighting guy would be like, what the fuck, I can't tell what he's about to do next, because Krampus also doesn't know what he's about to do next. So, you know. Yeah, okay. Counter-argument. I have a nine-foot-tall demon. You do. Uh, well, who Krampus breathes... is also a, is a devil. Okay, but so... I'm saying, okay, here, he, your drag-to-hell argument does not work. It can only be stopped by a literal ancient uh, sea deity, in which case it's not even stopped. Uh, its breath is toxic. Krampus is man-sized. Krampus is man-sized? <laughs> no! I, I will the never man-sized. let this go. The man-sized argument comes back yet again. Why does this always happen to me, a good person? <laughs> Um, but Damn yeah, it. there's there's no you, your Krampus can be deterred by praying. People would pray after Only saying in that the Nuckleby's. part of Italy, and Ooh, we know okay. that's bullshit. I'm Fuck just saying. You. I'm just saying. In a fight, uh, I think it's pretty clear that the literal toxic, malevolent, angry, bitter, nine foot tall, even though the fact that it has no skin. Would probably still take a beating because you yeah, would just I, piss I will it off. Say, getting whipped with no skin probably would be unpleasant. Oh, for sure, but I, I don't think it would stop this thing. Yeah, I don't think so either. Tragically, okay. Um, I will agree that your terrible, terrible demon horse might win in a fight. Nice, but although, hmm, all right, fine. Um, I will say, I think Krampus probably has dateability, which I didn't expect. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now, I didn't think, this is the one that I, this is the first time that I chose a monster, and knowing whatever Alyssa brings has a very good chance of beating both of these categories. Surprise! I was like, you know, the whip, the basket to hell, the child eating, you know, it might be able to handle itself in a fight, but instead... <laughs> I want you to know, I almost went with the Yuki Ana because I was like, okay, for sure she's more dateable because she's this gorgeous uh, snow spirit lady in Japan. And I was like, for sure she could win dateability, but I'm not sure if she could beat Krampus in a fight. And for some reason I was really fixated on the has to win in a fight this time that I was willing to forego dateability entirely. Now, I'm not going to listen. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. You can't date this terrible horse monster. You can't do it. I will listen, 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 listen. I don't have much of an argument, so I'm going to give this. Okay. Yes, it is described as having z- literally zero redeeming qualities. Like, there is Correct. nothing... There, There's nothing here that you could go, this is a monster for dating. But I'll, I will be 120% crystalline clear with you right now. I would climb this thing like a tree. This thing is so terrible, Lily Jones wouldn't even hook up with it. I listen. And she has do a good job. Bad taste in anything male. So I'm just saying, looking at images of this thing, this is absolutely 
sick as hell, and I would okay, climb so nine feet of that like there a tree. Is, there is that one picture of it that looks sick as hell, but most of the pictures I'm seeing either doesn't have arms down to the ground, or it has something resembling skin. The only pictures hmm. I was seeing that depict it properly is something out of my worst nightmare. Okay. I, don't know. I was kind of fond of the one. I mean, like, it's supposed to be something literally out of your worst nightmare. Yeah, and it is. It's terrible. Now, Krampus, I'll give it to you. He's not the most dateable guy in the world. Not by a long shot. But, like, at least he's someone you can kick back, get drunk <laughs> with, and complain about children with. And you know what? Yeah. I think that's a lot better than the terrible sea demon horseman with long arms and no skin who is trapped under the water for half of the year because he's the worst and also who if you get too close to you will die because he has poison breath again i'm not saying that i have an argument here i'm not even saying that any of what you said is wrong and like yeah maybe i I wouldn't date krampus but like maybe i'd kick back and complain about young children while drinking schnapps but like i'm sorry (laughs) I have to be honest about where my interests lie, and it's not there. I I wouldn't date either of these. But if yeah. I had to choose one of them, it would be Krampus. That's fair. Because no, I like could I said, survive being in a room <laughs> with him. Yeah, no, I have to give this to you. There is no argument I can make. It's just not what I would personally do because Megan's I'm dumb and an idiot. add this thing to your fucking book after she watched, after she listens to this. Probably. She's gonna be so deeply horrified that she's like gonna she's burn gonna the so page and then mad have... at you. I'm not even, listen. Our viewers and our friends and anyone who has ever listened to this podcast deserve quick, nothing. We do not have viewers. There's no visual aspect of this. I just say words, they come out of my mouth, and sometimes I regret them. Anyway. Anyway, they deserve the truth from me. They deserve me being full upfront about what I'm doing and why, and that was it. Y'all, okay, so we've got a split tie, as we usually do. Um... I, again, there will be a poll up on our Twitter, at Mythids1, where you can weigh in on the situation. Um, Can you check the results? I feel like I know the results, but I'd still like to see them. I'm trying to figure out how to log in. Would you like me to? Yeah. Okay, with a 28.6% to 71.4%, it appears that the Dullahan is our winner for this week. Or last Shocker. week, I suppose. I was going to say, no <laughs> one is surprised this by guy. this. Although least someone, of all me. At least one person did vote for the squonk. Actually, it looks like at least two, based on how many votes we had. Who the fuck else voted for the squonk? I don't know. But, like, okay... So here, here's why I suspect this, because we had the same number of votes on the Echidna and Minotaur poll as we do for Squonk and Dullahan, uh-huh. but there is a significant difference between our Dullahan Squonk poll and our Echidna Minotaur vote in percentages, despite having the same number of votes, which means that the Squonk, 100% positively, I can say this, had more than one vote. That's now, who bad. that person may be, I don't know, but it did happen, and I promise you it wasn't me. First of all, I instinctively distrust you. 
Um, no, I'm being a hun- I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You listen to our recordings to edit this. You listen to our podcasts after it goes up. We regularly talk with our friends after it goes up. At what point did any of the horny nonsense that came out of my mouth last week, did you think that I would be voting for a squonk if I was voting at all? Hello? Hmm, hard to be sure. I don't know. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, so yeah, Dolahan won last week. Big shocker. I, I really want the people who voted for Squonk, because you're right, I think we had two Squonk voters, um, tweet us, tell us your reasons, defend your choices. Yeah, you made them, you gotta live with them. Yeah. Um, and then hop on over there, let us know who you like more of these nasty men. I'm sorry. Tell me how long I would last climbing the Nuklapi like a tree and why I'm an idiot. Not long. I'm going to give it a firm not long at all. Valid. Um, so I, as usual, I'm a big fan of Wikipedia. Um, absolutely, guys, I'm going to say it again. If you can afford to donate to Wikipedia, maybe think about it. Even if it's just a couple bucks, they could use it and... Like, for all that your, you know, high school teachers used to give you shit about you can't use Wikipedia as a source, um, it is actually a really good source of information, and they don't advertise, and they don't do, you know, it's genuinely a great website. Um, bro? So I, this week, have used orkneyjar.com, um, in addition to transcelticcom which were two of the sources that I found online immediately as searching. Um, there is also, I've also perused through Wikipedia, but the books that it gave me were Encyclopedias of Fairy in the World in Folklore and Mythology, Fairies in Tradition and Literature, and the Northern Isles, Orkney and Shetland. So those are just a few of... God. I can, I can, every time we do sources, it, I can just feel how you are still in college and I'm not. <laughs> based off how you're like these are my sources and these are like some legit fucking sources and my bitch ass is like so anyway I went on Wikipedia <laughs> well even if you use Wikipedia it gives you the JSTOR articles and books at the bottom I... in the bibliography on the page don't come after me like this you know I'm not reading that shit I know this I'm dumb as hell um so go follow us on Twitter, go vote in the poll, and if you enjoyed the episode, give us a rate and review on iTunes or wherever you're listening. As always, the music was done by my wonderful husband, Eddie, and we will see you guys next week. Bye! Bye! Bye.